the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. This is my Monday because I took last night off and I want to thank you guys for your patience, for your kind wishes and your words and the love that you sent to me. Um, I did need a, need a, 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 a what's it called, a self-help day uh, last night, but I'm glad to be back, especially as we are looking at the occupant of the White House who was installed like toilet paper, who's now walking in to uh, deliver the State of the Union address. And when he begins to speak, we are going to begin, as long as as long as DJ Taterskins and I can stand it, we are going to be playing, as we do every year. And every year in the Andrea K. Show, when there is a State of the Union address, regardless of who is the occupant of the White House, we play it for you guys and we give our commentary. And the reason why we do that is because this is important to the country. I understand whether or not you guys, your ears will bleed if you'll end up listening to this man. I get it. Um, but we've got to be engaged. We've got to understand what uh, what they're trying to put out there. We've got to, the lies. We've we've got to we've got to hear it, and so that we can refute it to those around us. Before it, he gets to the microphones, let me share with you guys a little information leading in to tonight's State of the Union address. One of the things that I did on the socials today. Uh, 888-344-1170, by the way, 888-344-1170. couple of questions for you guys. One I posted today was, describe tonight's State of the Union in one word. And the word that got the most replies, which was a lot, was lies. That was the one that got the most. Um, a couple that made me giggle, one of which I didn't understand, uh, one was Pelosi-less, um, which I thought was good because yes, this is our first State of the Union address in quite some time where we hadn't seen, uh, Nancy Pelosi and her choppers that always look like they're about to fall out standing behind Trump. Remember how despicable she was in tearing up Trump's speech? Just, I, I think if, I think for that reason alone to know that she's not getting to be there tonight. That she's out. She's not sitting behind the president for the State of the Union address is enough to make me smile. Um, speaking of smiling, uh, one response that I got today was Gilbridge. I'm not sure what that means. Can somebody can somebody tell me? Can you can you translate for me what Gilbridge? I, I asked a question was four in ten. Uh, no, that's different. I asked uh, what were the. What would be the one word to describe tonight's State of the Union? And somebody said Gilbridge. Somebody else, <laughs> somebody else said gaslighting. Oh wait, electro stove lighting. Um, all right, getting serious. As we're going into the State of the Union address, 
in which here's what Trump, here's what Joe Biden is going to be trying to put forth to the American people. And this is supposed to be his precursor. This he's making his case tonight, he's supposed to be making his case in his argument tonight for a run in 2024. If you were running in 2024, if you were running two years from now and you're you're midway through your first term, this would not be the conditions on the ground that you would be wanting to have for the State of the Union address. And no matter how they're going to try to spin it, no matter how he's going to come before the American people and lie tonight and say that some of the things he's going to he's going to promote are how he reshaped the post pandemic economy. He's going to tout the infrastructure bill and the, quote, anti inflation bill when all the inflation, all this spending and all the inflation bill, all this nonsense it actually has expanded inflation. He certainly can't brag about um, reducing inflation. He might have gotten some bills signed, but who out there can afford a carton of eggs? Right? Nobody can. He's supposedly going to be popping up and, and propping up his unity and how they're, he, even though Congress is divided, that he's going to be able to you know, get um, he's going to be able to to bring the Democrats and the Republicans together. But it's all lies. Here's the reality on the ground. Sixty two percent of Americans going into the State of the Union tonight. Sixty two percent of Americans say President Biden has not achieved much during his first two years in office. And this is a Washington Post ABC News poll. Um, Only 36 percent of Americans surveyed say they thought Biden had accomplished, quote, a great deal or a good amount. Who is this 36 percent? Who are these people who actually think that Joe Biden has actually done something good? But I guess if you want to look at it in terms of gotten a good amount done, he actually has gotten a lot done. Look at the way that he's expanded the debt in this country. That's gotten some stuff done. Look at the way he's he's destroyed our border intentionally and created an invasion that has gone on for two years and millions of illegal aliens, including fentanyl, drug traffickers, human traffickers, child rapists. Flooding across our border. He's accomplished a lot in terms of the destruction of our oil and gas industry. He's done as much as he could to destroy our economy. That he has. Look at inflation. Look at our supply chains. Did they ever solve the baby formula crisis? I doubt it. So I guess it depends on how you look at it. 34% of respondents said Biden had made progress creating good jobs and 26% said he had made progress making electric vehicles more affordable. I don't know anybody out there that can afford to go buy any kind of vehicle right now. I got a friend of mine telling me this weekend how she was looking at buying a car and how expensive they are. She's not looking at used and it ain't an EV. He's done nothing to make anything affordable and he hasn't created any jobs either. But for the fact that the Trump administration created through low taxation and low regulation, the greatest economic recovery in our lifetimes, nobody would be working right now. The only jobs that have come back post-Trump administration were jobs that, that went away during COVID. And the reality is who's suffering right now actually is employers because with all the giveaway programs, with all the money being handed out, with all the people being paid to stay home, and people can't even get, you know, can't even find somebody to hire. I don't know anybody that's pleased with this administration. Nobody. The only people who could possibly be pleased with this administration would be those on the far left fringe. One of the things he's supposedly going to be talking about tonight is how he's going to end extremism in this country. The extremism in this country, the most extremism in this country is two places. 
Number one, it's those that want to be able to want, literally want infanticide in this country. And the left is actually, you can find all, all over the place, literally now beginning to argue, not just late-term abortion, post-birth canal, out of the womb, out of the birth canal, out and among us, perinatal abortion. And the other extremist agenda going on with the left is the attacks on our children through the transgender community. Literally advocating, literally wanting to punish anybody that doesn't want to go along with little children, with little children being chemically castrated. All right, I guess we can't procrastinate any longer. Yeah, sorry, AK, I fixed the problem. Yeah, yeah, you no, you you created a problem. Now I got to go listen to <laughs> Biden. He's completed his hellos to everybody there, and now he's beginning. Let's tune in. It's a story unique among all nations. We're the only country that has emerged from every crisis we've ever entered stronger than we got into it. Look, folks, that's what we're doing again. Two years ago, the economy was reeling. I stand here tonight after we've created, with the help of many people in this room, 12 million new jobs. More jobs created in two years than any president created in four years because of you all, because of the American people. Two years ago... And two years ago, COVID had shut down. Our businesses were closed. Our schools were robbed of so much. And today, COVID no longer controls our lives. And two years ago, democracy faced its greatest threat to the civil war. And today, though bruised, our democracy remains unbowed and unbroken. As we gather here tonight, we're writing the next chapter in the great American story, a story of progress and resilience. When world leaders ask me to define America, and they do, believe it or not, I say I can define it in one word, and I mean this, possibilities. We don't think anything is beyond our capacity. Everything is a possibility. You know, we're often told that Democrats and Republicans can't work together. But over the past two years, we've proved the cynics and naysayers wrong. Yes, we disagreed plenty. And yes, there were times when Democrats went alone. But time and again, Democrats and Republicans came together. Came together to defend a stronger and safer Europe. You came together to pass one in a, gen- one in a generation, once in a generation infrastructure law, building bridges connecting our nation and our people. We came together to pass the most significant law ever, helping victims expose the toxic burn pits. And in fact... Burn pits? That's what you got, man? It's important. And in fact, I signed over 300 bipartisan pieces of legislation since becoming president. From reauthorizing the Violence Against Women Act, the Electoral Count Reform Act, the Respect for Marriage Act that protects the right to marry the person you love. And to my Republican friends, if we could work together the last Congress, there's no reason we can't work together and find consensus on important things in this Congress as well. I think... Folks... 
You all are as formed as I am, but I think the people sent us a clear message. Fighting for the sake of fighting, power for the sake of power, conflict for the sake of conflict gets us nowhere. That's always been my vision of our country, and I know it's many of yours. To restore the soul of this nation, to rebuild the backbone of America, America's middle class, and to unite the country. We've been sent here to finish the job, in my view. For decades, the middle class has been hollowed out in more than, and not no one administration, but for a long time. Too many good-paying manufacturing jobs move overseas. Factories closed down. Once thriving cities and towns that many of you represent became shadows of what they used to be. And along the way, something else we lost. Pride. Our sense of self-worth. I ran for president to fundamentally change things, to make sure our economy works for everyone, so we can all feel that pride in what we do. To build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out, not from the top down. Because when the middle class does well, the poor have a ladder up, and the wealthy still do very well. We all do well. I know a lot of you always kid me for always quoting my dad, but my dad used to say, Joey, a job's about a lot more than a paycheck. He really would say this. It's about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. It's about being able to look your kid in the eye and say, honey, it's going to be okay," and mean it. Well, folks, so let's look at the results. We're not finished yet by any stretch of the imagination, but unemployment rate is at 3.4 percent, a 50-year low. Are we going to take a break? Well, I got to take a break, peeps. I can't, I've got to have a break or I did, my head just might explode and I might start violating FCC regulations. We're going to take a skinny tiny one. We'll be right back. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene was reportedly going to bring a white balloon uh to the state of the union address that's what kevin mccarthy should have behind him we play too nice i'm sitting here thinking about we're about to resume the state of the union address but to hear this man speak so full of so much lies so much propaganda he's more full of crap than a turducken and and not only that what he's doing to this country but he dares to speak in a manner that is so angry so hostile so insulting to me that I literally cannot say what I want to say about him because of FCC regulations and because of the Secret Service, I might add. Let's start resuming, please. Democrats and Republicans, and they'll tell you what this means for their communities. We're seeing these field of dreams transformed to the heartland. But to maintain the strongest economy in the world, we need the best infrastructure in the world. And folks... Can we get some eggs to eat? I kind of think food is infrastructure. infrastructure. We've sunk to 13th in the world. The United States of America, 13th in the world in infrastructure, modern infrastructure. But now we're coming back because we came together and passed the bipartisan infrastructure law. The largest. Yeah, because Republicans were stupid enough to sign on to that crap. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Republicans. 
Oh, there's Maxine. Already we've, we've funded over 20,000 projects, including major airports from Boston to Atlanta to Portland. Projects that are going to put thousands of people to work rebuilding our highways, our bridges, our railroads, our tunnels, ports, airports, clean water, high-speed internet, all across America. Who's going to do them jobs, all the illegals you brought in? And folks, we're just getting started. Their job is to be coyotes. We're just getting started. Yeah. And I mean it sincerely. I want to thank my Republican friends who voted for the law. And my Republican friends who voted against it as well. But I'm still, I, I still get asked to fund the projects in those districts as well. But don't worry. I promised I'd be a president for all Americans. We'll You're not a president for me. And I'll see you, you at the lying crap weasel. Look. Let the Communist Party spy on us. This law. This law will further unite all of America. It ain't going to unite me. Like Brent Spent Bridge in Kentucky over the Ohio River, built 60 years ago, badly needed repairs, one of the nation's most congested freight routes, carrying two oh, billion dollars Who's of that freight every oh, single Oh, is she going to get a bridge to nowhere for her district? Is that who that is? Been for decades. Oh, she's an iron worker. finally going to get it done. I went there last month with Democrats and Republicans and from both states to deliver a commitment of $1.6 billion for this project. I can't. (laughs) Skins is looking at me like AK is losing it tonight. I met a young woman named Sarah who's here tonight. I don't know where Sarah is. Is she up in the box? I don't know. Sarah, how are you? Well, Sarah, for 30 years, for 30 years, I learned, she told me she'd been a proud member of the Iron Workers Local 44, known as... I'm sorry, didn't the Democrats no, ruin the, the iron industry? The in the sky. The folks who built, built Cincinnati's skyline. Sarah said she can't wait to be 10 stories above the Ohio River building that new bridge. God bless her. That's pride. And that's what we're also building. We're building back pride. Look. No, yeah. You, the only pride you're building up is the LBGTQ community to assault our children with their drag queen story hours and their female and their um, cast, genital castration. I'm getting so worked up. I'm not even able to keep my words straight. Instead of having permanent damage to their brain. Look. We're making sure. Why is he talking about his damaged brain? That every community, every community in America has access to affordable high-speed internet. No parent should have to drive by McDonald's parking lot to help them do their phone. We can't. Online, we can, nobody can find eggs, and he's Which talking about high-speed internet. We're doing across the country, and when we do these projects, and again, I get criticized for this, but I make no excuses for it. We're going to buy American. We're going to buy American. Oh, no, you're selling off America to China. And it's totally, it's totally consistent with international trade rules. Buy America has been the law since 1933, but for too long, past administrations, Democrat and Republican, have fought to get around it. Not anymore. Tonight, I'm announcing new standards require all construction materials used in federal infrastructure projects to be made in America. That's 
that's been a law for I don't know how many years. I know because my family did federal contracting. I mean it. Lumber, glass, drywall, fiber optic cable. And on my watch, American roads, bridges, and American highways are going to be made with American products as well. Folks, my economic plan is about investing in places and people that have been forgotten. So many of you listening to me tonight, I know you feel it. So many of you felt like you've just simply been forgotten. Amid the economic upheaval of the past four decades, too many people have been left behind. This is painful. And treated like they're invisible. Maybe that's you watching from home. Remember the jobs that went away. You remember them, don't you? Yeah, under the the Obama administration. You wonder whether the path even exists anymore. Yeah. For your children to get ahead without having to move away. Well, that's why I get that. That's why we're building an economy where no one's left behind. Jobs are coming back. Pride is coming back. Because choices we made in the last several years. You know, this is my view a blue collar blueprint to rebuild America and make a real difference in your lives at home. For example, too many of you lay in bed at night like my dad did, staring at the ceiling, wondering what in God's name happens if, this, if your spouse gets cancer or your child gets deadly ill. Or something happens to you. What are you going to have? You have money to pay for those medical bills? Or are you going to have to sell the house? Or People try were doing to better before Obamacare. I get it. You want to go there? I get it. With the Inflation Reduction Act that I signed into law, we're taking on powerful interest to bring health care costs down so you can sleep better at night with more security. You know, we pay more for prescription drugs than any nation in the world. Let me say it again. Thanks to Obamacare. We pay more for prescription drugs than any major nation on earth. The greatest special interest example, is big pharma. One in ten Americans like has Pfizer. diabetes. It's murdering it's young people. And in the audience. But every day, millions need insulin. I'm going to take a break and then we come back. I'm going to, I'm going to address some of the points that he's made because I can't listen to him much longer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. A couple of things before we go tune back in, if I can stand it, to the State of the Union address. A couple of things he mentioned a little while back that I wanted to address. He mentioned, um, you know, past how he's there basically, this is the blueprint for the, for the blue collar worker and how in the past, you know, manufacturing jobs were shipped overseas. Well, who did that? Barack Obama. Remember his job czar was the CEO of General Electric? And what had General Electric, Electric done? Set up shop over in China. Hillary Clinton is the Secretary of State. Remember her reset button over in Russia? She was basically, she set up the Russia, the um, Silicon Valley of Russia. She basically was the business developer for, for Russia. Was all about getting companies to invest over there. And oh, by the way, that put money into the Clinton Foundation coffers. It was Donald Trump who brought manufacturing jobs back to this country. It was through his low taxation and low regulation that actually started where where people actually got promoted, got bonuses, 
Companies invested in research and development and started hiring people. Who's believing this crap that this man is spewing out there? Nobody's believing it. Nobody's on board with it. And 80 million people did not vote for this decrepit, corrupt bag of gas. I guess we have to resume now. Installed across the country by tens of thousands of IBW workers. And we're helping families save more than $1,000 a year with tax credits to purchase electric vehicles and efficient, and efficient appliances, energy-efficient appliances, historic conservation efforts to be responsible stewards of our land. Let's face reality. The climate crisis doesn't care if you're in a red or blue state. It's an existential threat. We have an obligation, not to ourselves, but to our children and grandchildren to confront it. I'm proud of how, the, how America at last is stepping up to the challenge. We're still going to need oil and gas for a while. But guess what? No, we do. But there's so much more to do. We've got to finish the job. And we pay for these investments in our future by finally making the wealthiest and biggest corporations begin to pay their fair share. Oh, increased taxes. But let me tell you, let's keep that sound down. You mentioned a good point. But let me tell you, the highest, the most uh, and mo- wealthiest among us are not going to be able to funnel to fund this left agenda. The 87,000 IRS agents that they tried to push through were coming after you. The tax system is not fair. It is not fair. Look, the idea that in 2020, 55 of the largest corporations in America, the Fortune 500, made $40 billion in profits and paid zero in federal taxes? Zero? Folks. It's simply not fair. But now, because of the law I signed, billion-dollar companies have to pay a minimum of 15%. God love them. I hate that God love them phony kind of crap. That's less than a nurse pays. And I need to be crystal clear. I said at the very beginning, under my plans, as long as I'm president, Nobody earning less than $400,000 will pay an additional penny in taxes. Nobody, not one I got to turn, turn that down. They already are. Inflation is a silent tax. And they want to brag about how, oh, yeah, I, oh, I guess, Skins, we're supposed to be happy because it's not $7 a gallon of gas anymore. It's only $5 a gallon of gas. When it, was to, when it was $3 a gallon of gas when Trump was in office. I was able to buy a carton of 18 eggs. I had to pay $9 for it. I was paying $3.99 for that same carton of eggs two years ago. People cannot afford to live in this country right now. And the loaf of bread that I bought, Andrea, same price, half the size. Exactly. Shrinkflation. And he doesn't even have the common sense to try to sell it in a way that's sellable, right? The screaming, the yelling, the pointing the finger. Well, the sad me, thing is, Andrea, at the end of this thing, you know he's going to come out and say the state of our union is strong, and that couldn't be further from the truth. Here's my question for y'all out there. 888-344-1170. What's the one, what, what one word would you use to describe the state of our union? G-rated. G-rated? 
That's the state of our union? No, people need to keep it G-rated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 888-344-1170. Let's uh, continue listening, if I can stand it. For at least another decade. And that's going to exceed. <laughs> and beyond that, we're going to need it. Production. If they had, in fact, invested in the production to keep gas prices down, instead, they used the record profits to buy back their own stock, rewarding the CEOs and shareholders. Corporations ought to do the right thing. That's why I propose we quadruple the tax on corporate stock buybacks and encourage long, wow. long-term investments. They'll still make considerable profit. He doesn't get it. Let's finish the job and close the Yeah, you want to finish us off economically. Taxes. Instead of cutting the number of audits for wealthy taxpayers, I just signed a law to reduce the deficit by $114 billion by cracking down on wealthy tax cheats. Which $100 billion is nothing, by the way. In the last two years, my administration has cut the deficit by more than one point. Seven trillion dollars. The largest deficit reduction in American history. <clears throat> Under the previous administration, the American deficit went up four years in a row. Because those record deficits, no president added more to the national debt in any four years than my predecessor. Nearly 25% of the entire national debt that took over 200 years to accumulate was added by just one administration alone, the last one. They're the facts. Check it out. Check it out. How did Congress respond to that debt? They did the right thing. They lifted the debt ceiling three times without preconditions or crisis. They paid American bills to prevent an economic disaster in the country. Yeah. So tonight I'm asking the Congress to follow suit. Let's commit here tonight to the full faith and credit of the United States of America will never, ever be questioned. So my many of some of my Republican friends want to take I think the, the Republicans are being way too gracious. There's no Marjorie Taylor Greene is calling him liar. Good for her. Are you going to quickly go to the phones? Because I just cannot listen to that blowhard anymore. James is on the line. He has a comment he wants to make on the State of the Union. Hey, James. It's all about darkness. One lie after another. Yep. There's no. There's just not a feeling of hope whatsoever. This is not the way that we want to live our lives. I like the word darkness to describe what's going on here. The state darkness, of our union. Mm-hmm. Yes, darkness, decay, and and it's just ugly. It is ugly, and what makes me I, so angry is that they're trying to couch the darkness as though it's it's something good. Everything is self-serving. It has nothing to do with helping anybody. No, it's about amassing Absolutely power. Nothing. It's about amassing yes. power for the left. And what? And, it's, and every day I get up, I can tell you what I feel. I feel like I, I, I just want to live my life. Mm-hmm. But they feel I feel threatened by that. Very that, that's a dark spirit. It actually is. That's what it is. It's not going to end well for anybody. It's really a fight against good and evil. Mm-hmm. It's what it really is. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, when you went, and, and they don't even hide it anymore. I don't know if you no. saw the Grammys. I don't watch the Grammys. I don't watch any Hollywood stuff anymore. But, I mean, they're flat out doing performances. Andrea, I dragged myself to watch that yesterday just for context. It's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, they're literally, you know, putting Satan in, you know, performances. And, and glorifying And glo- literally glorifying Satan. And when your when your party is about uh, the mutilation of children's bodies and their souls for power and infanticide, there's just a, a, you know, um, and then they want to couch it as though they're returning that that America has lost its pride and that they're bringing pride back. I'm not proud of the United States. I'm ashamed of the United States. And where we stand on the assault on children in this country. I absolutely am. Darkness is the right word to describe it. James, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. You know how he was saying, like, what, you know, what's the difference? Congress has raised the debt ceiling before, Andrea. The difference is, even though I even didn't agree with it before, we financially are over the edge. We cannot spend any more money. No, we can't. No, we can't. We went at the, it used to be when you, when your spending reaches your GDP, you're done. And when you've got more make take, when you've got more takers than you have makers, you're done. And all they're wanting to do is just increase taxes on the makers and give it to the takers. And well, I think we, it's, it's not by design. I was thinking about this before the speech, Andrea. All of this is interconnected because they want to reset that that currency and have the digital dollar. Absolutely, it's all part of the Great Reset and you know New World Order. Uh, no national sovereignty, complete destruction. So, you know, going back to the beginning when I said that the polling number, 36%, only 36% of Americans said he had, he had achieved anything. Well, he said they've actually achieved a lot. It's just not necessarily, uh, what we want. Um, gonna take a break. Gonna take a break and then we come back. We'll go back to the phone. So don't go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before I increase my blood pressure going back to listening to more Joe Biden, we're going to go to the phones. Francisca's on the line. I can't wait to hear what she's got to say about this. Well, um, you know, because I know the beast, there's nothing new. Yeah. Because they, if we know that they always lie, the problem actually is our problem. You know, this person that was before me, he was uh, kind of sad. But uh, why? The, all he needs to know is that he is the boss. He has a job to do. He's the citizen. He's the owner. God gave us the planet. That God gave us everything. Why we expect that somebody that is lying and stealing and killing all the time? Because if I only go 100 years from now, they've been doing the same thing. So please, we don't have much time. You know what I call, I pay attention to when is when they, they lie 99% and 1% is what they're going to do to us. Infrastructure is the one who called my attention because you look at the, uh, everybody's show is public. You know, it, it, so we have so many tools to fight back, 
to fight back, but together we are citizens. But in the infra- infrastructure, you go to the new, new reset. They're talking about the. They even have pictures. They even have. We are not going to have a house. They will rebuild everything. As yeah, Casa Cortez said. That. Yeah, let me let me they pause you for a second. What Francisca is yeah. talking about? Yeah, their idea of infrastructure is that you're not going to own a house, and they're gonna they're gonna rebuild communities, kind of like well, either smart cities, which is like just an update version of government housing in the USSR, right? And you're not going to own anything and the government's going to give you a place to live and control your lives through your digital footprint in a cashless society with social credit scores. That's where we're going here. Um, But you are right. Go ahead. So the ones who need to to be true to ourselves is a citizen. You need to be true to yourself because you owe it to your kids. Always look at your kids. Look at the children. If you don't have children, look at all the children. They depend on us. We have done yep. such a poor job. And all what we have to do is go review the, the <coughs> new Roseto, the new World, uh, um, Agenda 2021, 20 to 2050. And then let's get together. Let's get together, but be true to ourselves, and that will we will win the war. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you're right. We have we we need to not for for we need to not get um, depressed for two reasons. Number one, my Lord and Savior is still on the throne, and number two, we have power as citizens. We just don't use it. The Republicans are not using their power. They never do. They never use their power. Certainly not to the extent that they could. But we have power as citizens. And one of the things we need to do is start getting active at the local level. We need to start running for office. We need to start going to rallies, going to, going to school board meetings, going to city council meetings. We need to start getting active and using our voices and pushing back and, um, and, and not just accepting whatever they're trying to do to us. Francisca, we appreciate you so much. Thank, Thank you. you for calling in. Uh, should we listen to a little bit more in the last? I think we should do one more attempt. <sighs> All right. Let's go. And folks, folks, in the midst of the COVID crisis, when schools were closed and we were shutting down everything, let's recognize how far we came in the fight against the pandemic itself. We? While the virus is not gone, Thanks to the resilience of the American people and the ingenuity of medicine, we've broken the COVID grip on us. COVID deaths are down by 90 percent. We've saved millions of lives and opened up our country. We opened our country back up. And soon we'll end the public health emergency. But that's called a public health emergency. But we'll remember the toll and pain that's never going to go away. More than a million Americans lost their lives to COVID. A million. Families grieving. Children orphaned. Empty chairs at the dining room table constantly reminding you that she used to sit there. Remembering them, we remain vigilant. We still need to monitor dozens of variants and support new vaccines and treatments. So Congress needs to We got to weigh in here. Um, he starts, he's talking about shutting down schools. Schools never needed to be shut down. Never needed to be shut down. It was child abuse that was that, and it was done. They treated the, one of the biggest lies a part of COVID from the beginning was that everybody had an equal chance of getting it and an equal chance of dying from it. It was a lie. It was a lie because it was all about control. And if they could, could shut down schools, 
they could also then force at least one parent to stay home with a kid during the day. And then there was also a whole lot of crap that went on with online learning. And that's if it took place. It was also a way for them through online learning, kids being at home, for them to peep and spy in what was going on in the homes. I don't want to hear a million people died from COVID. We don't know how many people actually died from COVID because we know they were cooking the books and claiming the people who died in motorcycle accidents died from COVID. What we do know is how many people were murdered by Fauci, Burks, and others by lying, to, by denying proven therapeutics, by telling, locking sick people into their home and not even treating their symptoms until they got so sick they had to go to the hospital and be forced on a ventilator and be forced to take remdesivir, which then blew their kidneys out. And don't even get me started on these clot shots that are killing people right and left. Killing young people. Killing, and we don't know how many people. Uh, if if you, uh, there was a two-year-old, and then they started pushing these, you've got two arms for a reason. Get the flu shot and, and uh, forcing vaxes on kids. Kids who didn't give the, get this or, or give it. A two-year-old died recently, the day after getting the shot. But they can't say it's the shot, right? What parent took their kid, a two-year-old, and got it injected with the flu shot in one arm and the COVID shot in the other? That breaks my heart for that baby. Big Pharma, CDC, NIH, NIAID are serial killers. That's the reality of what's going on here. Our government doesn't deserve any reward for anything at all that it did in any way related to COVID, including locking healthy people up in their homes, forcing healthy people to prove that they can move around society by either getting tested or getting shots they don't want, forcing pregnant women. Pregnant women aren't supposed to eat canned tuna, but they were being forced to take these shots if they wanted to continue to work. Most can't drink caffeine. Yeah. What our government did to our country under the guise of public health is, is the, I think, the greatest humanitarian crisis in the history of the world, and not one person has paid a price for it. In fact, Fauci remained the highest paid employee in the United States government and actually amassed an extra $5 million. Our government is a financial partner with Big Pharma and they're just going to continue to come up with more and more excuses to shove poison in your arms. Until people stand up and say no. That's right. That's right. All right. So we're not going to play any more of this speech. What, what, we're Next hour, we're going to shift gears. Gary Quackenbush is going to be here. I might get his reaction. We are going to hopefully play some of Sarah Huckabee Sanders when we get back. So stay tuned for hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Peace out. Oh, I thought we. Oh, I thought we were. You got time, doll. <laughs> well, here's the truth. I drink a whole lot of tea, and I'm like, how quickly can I get to the ladies? <laughs> to the ladies' room. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. What else can I say in the 30 seconds? Should we dip in and see what he's got to say? Oh, sorry, Biden. The music starts. Yeah, the music started. Now I get to go to the ladies' room, and you know what? Going to the restroom is a better use of my time. I'm gonna enjoy that better. And listening to Biden. See you on the other side of the break. Three stars.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.